we want to find what we call nerd-friendly churches uh, so that people not only have people surrounding them with love, but also that share their hobbies. Uh, it's something magical and incredible that nerd culture bridges this gap of like uh, friendship and fellowship immediately. You're listening to the NCMU Podcast, where we are dedicated to raising up and equipping the next generation of nerd culture missionaries and are proud members of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. In this episode, we hear from Steve Valdez of Save Point Ministries about his youth pastor roots, calling into nerd culture ministry, and how he connects people online to physical, nerd-friendly churches. Here are your hosts, Mark Lutz, founder and senior pastor of Lux Digital Church, and Bubba Stalkup, CEO and founder of Love Thy Nerd. Hello and welcome back to the NCMU podcast where we are dedicated to raising up and equipping the next generation of nerd culture missionaries. And every time I say this, I, I go back and I like listen to it and I realize that my intro and then this intro are the same thing. So you get to hear it twice with a slight <laughs> music break. Awesome. Um, I am uh, Mark Lee, pastor of Lux Digital Church, uh, one of your hosts. And with me today, I have uh, Bubba from Love Thy Nerd and also Stevie from Save Point Ministries. We're going to be chatting with Stevie today. Really excited to hear about uh, what he's been working on and what God has done in his life to call him to start Save Point, which is a really interesting ministry. We're going to dive into that here in story in a minute. But before we go to that, Bubba, welcome back to the show, man. Hey, what's up? Glad to be here. It's really, it's really good to have you back in the studio. And for the guys who don't know, uh, we did start with like the low, sultry voice of Pastor Savage. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. And so, I mean, we're gonna EQ the crap out of your voice, Bubba, to get oh, it. Like, yeah, we'll just use AI. Dude, so and I'll, voice. I'll be him. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You know what? We'll just do that. Yeah. In fact, I don't actually know why I'm recording with anybody. Yeah, you when don't I even need us. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Asked AI to make this, and Chat GPT could have done <laughs> it for me. Um, Dear AI, so, make podcast, I mean, please. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Well, if you guys had talked about any of this on the internet since before 2021, which I guess Stevie, you are mm -hmm. officially one of the only people on the show that ha that AI hasn't been trained ah, on. Whoa. So you're ah, a, take that. Yeah. Actually, you're a rogue I, uh, agent. I, did a lot of YouTube stuff before this that just wasn't like specifically nerd culture mission related, but like content creation is something I've been into for a while. So no, they got me. They got me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, yeah. Okay. In that case, ChatGPT knows exactly who you are. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, but Bubba is going to be joining from this show forward as my co-host because Savage has not been able. Uh, he, he's not going to be able to record with us moving forward as he moved, changed jobs, all that sort of stuff, kind of like over the summer. And all the time that I was away, uh, also Savage's life was completely up changing. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So as a product of that, this just isn't the season uh, for making this podcast content. But Bubba, I'm super pumped to be doing this with you. We're good friends. Our organizations are great friends. Yeah. Working on a ton of stuff together. So it's cool to be in studio with you on a regular oh, basis. Oh, man. My pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me, Mark. Yeah. Now, I will admit there is at least a small portion of me that's a little sad that I'm not um, on Bearded Bros occasionally. <laughs> um, and so little plug for bearded bros so just for the record i want you to know the next time matt shaves his beard uh -huh. i am willing to grow a beard and replace oh, him and yeah. as long as you need it yeah to be, is this effective enough like just the stubble is this good enough or he, no absolutely yeah your chin strap there steve is doing great um because whenever matt <laughs> shaves it 
I don't know that any of you could beat him in growing it back faster. So you just have to start before he shaves it. This took about six months. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Macro is a, a very, a very fast beard. But anyway, we're not talking about board games on Bearded Pros today. What we are going to be jumping into is talking to Stevie, who uh, is doing some stuff uh, that's amazing online and also in physical churches as well. Um, but Bubba actually knows Stevie a lot better than I do, so he's going to kind of cue it up and, and do a little intro and tell us a little about him and then have Stevie share about himself. Absolutely. First things first is... Have I been calling you Steve and not Stevie? Am I supposed to be calling you Stevie? No, Mark is the only human being on the planet who calls me Stevie, and I'm okay with it. Am I the only, the only one? human being? Am yeah. I it? Am I? Dang it! I just I just I assumed don't that was because so many people said your last name incorrectly, Mark. That you just are taking it out in the world now and just like, saying everybody's name wrong. First names? Yeah. Is that? Hey man, he's just adding I'm things because well, uh, it's beard bros, not bearded bros. Yeah, and I just it, I felt like Stevie. I was being gaslit a lot. He's just, just adding little pieces yeah. to everything here. So. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the NCMU podcast where we get everybody's name and content and branding wrong. No one wants to come on this show. Yeah, Have you guys seen Aussie and Friends? <laughs> yeah, I guess this is the NCM who podcast. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah yeah, it was really great to have Suzik on online uh, here a couple weeks ago. Yeah, all sussy, oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Mm. Well, so anyway, this is my good friend, Steve Valdez. And uh, Steve is, he's a product of church and church work. Um, he'll tell you a little bit about his past, but the dude was on staff for over a decade. Um, and most of that was as a youth pastor. So we got another one. We got another one, Mark, another youth pastor. Amen. And then we have a bonus question. Yeah, today. you're going to love that one, Steve. Oh, sure. boy. Oh, boy. And most recently, um, just finished up a, a legitimate tenure, 10 years as a co-director of a middle school camp, uh, which I had the opportunity to, to speak at last week. And Steve comes not by way of that, but by way of Save Point Ministries, which is a really dope ministry that is connecting digital people to physical church communities. And I can't wait to hear more about that. So Steve, why don't you go ahead and kick us off and just tell us a little bit about um, SavePoint. What is it and how does it work from the digital to the physical? So the real matter is that uh, as a youth pastor, we we're talking about before, uh, meet a lot of kids who, uh, when I have conversations with them, they talk a lot about the Discord group they're a part of or the Reddit group they're a part of or whatever else. And uh, you find out over time that there's just a lot of people out there that their primary community is a digital one. Uh, this was all pre-quarantine, obviously. Quarantine comes and hits, and it becomes the norm for everybody just to be in a digital community. And uh, we see like statistics and all kinds of other stuff, uh, psychological studies showing that post-quarantine, uh, people aren't really going back to physical communities that much anymore. And uh, it's causing a lot of mental health issues. Uh, so depression, anxiety are at all time highs. Um, there's a lot of um, uh, social disconnect. So like 60% of Americans say that nobody knows them really well, uh, say that they don't have any close friendships and things like that. And so uh, the whole goal of Save Point Ministries is to help these people online find a real world community to plug into, a, a church community to plug into, not just to... Uh, have a physical community, also be discipled in Christ. Uh, we also recognize that nerd culture is a big pull for these things. You know, in the physical world, we, uh, especially the older of us, uh, got mocked a lot in school. And so we retreat to the internet. Mm. It's really easy to retreat to the internet and find people, which is great. I Let me be clear. I love the internet, man. Uh, tons of awesome places out there. The internet's a great place. 
Uh, so we retreat to the internet to find community and we find it there. But uh, we want to find what we call nerd friendly churches uh, so that people not only have people surrounding them with love, but also that share their hobbies. Uh, it's something magical and incredible that nerd culture bridges this gap of like uh, friendship and fellowship immediately. You know, you meet somebody and you get those classic American questions of like, what do you do for a living? What does that mean? But if you tell somebody, hey, uh, I really like Baldur's Gate 3 and they also really like Baldur's Gate 3, boom, you're in. You're immediately into a conversation. You're immediately chatting. There's all this stuff has just been like this gap has been breached or bridged. And uh, so that's our entire goal is we want to help people find a church in their area where they can walk in a door, have somebody there waiting for them who knows their name, shakes their hand and say, hey, did you bring your commander deck? I have my commander deck too. want to play after service real quick. That's that's our goal right there. Uh, there's two things there, Stevie. One, um, there is no uh, real quick game. Of <laughs> so just to be clear, preach. <laughs> we're 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 sticking around the fellowship hall until the pop on that night um, on the on that game of Commander. Um, the the second thing, there is a couple of things in that that were were really cool and I really loved. Um, I love your heart of like in safe point of like really wanting to meet people where they are of seeing gaming space, digital space, the mission field. But you're also like totally accurate about like this immediate bridge that gets built from one nerd to a next. You know, uh, my, my wife has this experience. We had this experience this last year in Disney World. I don't know if you ever you drive down the road and you see one guy on a motorcycle always waves to the other guy on they the motorcycle. Right. Low. The, yeah. Yeah, the guy on the Jeep, you know, he waves to the other dude in the Jeep, right? As we're going around Disney World, like every person with a Dungeons and Dragons shirt on, I was like, yes, like, hey, hey, we're, we're, and I, I felt finally like the guy on the Harley that got to wave at all of the, as I would like, hey, nerds fly the flag now, right? Like we didn't used to. We used to hide the flags and then we put them on in costume for D&D night. (laughs) But now, we fly the flag out in public and try to find one another. So I think you're 100% right about that. And I love that. Talk a little bit, though, too, because I think one of the things that's really interesting about SafePoint is you're about connecting people to physical churches, but you're also um, really, in some ways, very devoted to to creating healthy digital spaces as well, right? To have places for that community and engagement to be given. Absolutely, yes. Because like I said before, the internet is actually a wonderful, spectacular place. Uh, if you ever feel like you're not seen for your hobbies in the physical world, it takes about eight seconds on, in the digital world to find a group of people that are going to tell you, we love what you love and we love you for that. And that's great to be uh, seen in a way like that and to be encouraged in a way like that is just so validated. That's what be validated in a way like that is so important. And uh, that's why I think uh, organizations like Love Thy Nerd and Geeks Under Grace are so vital because it's a group of believers that are seeing people for these things and saying that what they're doing is valid. Uh, We like to uh, piggyback is going to be a good word for that. We don't want to try and take away from anything of what they're doing, but we also have our own discord server. That's a little more like uh, focus on what we're doing, trying to help uh, get those people into physical communities. Uh, But at the same time, we also recognize there's a ton of people out there with like severe social anxiety or maybe medical issues or whatever else. And so we also love digital churches like uh, what you're doing there, Mark and uh, at uh, nerd pastor Nate over at checkpoint church and just some Mm. awesome, awesome digital churches that are going to do, exactly what we what people need is seeing people where they are and where they need to be seen and loving them for who they are and showing who, who Jesus is. 
Yeah, you were you were talking about um, you know with with SavePoint needing to have that physical connection, and I always find it really interesting to to really think about the people that actually practice the thing that they preach, and they're not just going out there and saying, you know, you actually need to get connected in a physical space, and then they themselves never venture into that kind of a relationship, but they always have all the answers. I think a lot of times people ask me questions like that too. Like, hey, you say you're doing this, but do you guys actually do that? And it's good to have the the information behind that. So I preface that to say this, like you are actually getting out there and doing that. And I got to see this firsthand when I was down there this past week. You work at a, Mark, hold on, hold on to your butt here, dude. Like he works <laughs> at a place called Discs and Dice. Oh, is this a disc it golf is a disc and, golf and a game gaming show? store? Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Well, listen, all I'm saying is the kingdom is closer. <laughs> the kingdom it gets a little closer. Every time one of these places Amen. open up, right? Every board game cafe, every disc golf, evidently disc golf combo board game shop. I've been, right? I've been saying listen. it for years, man. That is the nerd like sport of choice. Let's yeah. Jesus it. is coming back, and it's not because hell's on its way, right? <laughs> Jesus is coming back. Because we're getting closer to I kingdom love life. I love day, it, man. Right? I have a dream of taking old beat up discs and putting felt inside of them and making them dice trays. You know, it's just something in my my brain there, though. That doesn't even have to be a dream. No, could, you could just do that. <laughs> but then I got to get old beat up discs, man. Hit. I don't have uh, any of those. I get. I want to throw. So, dude, anything Go. DX, any DX plastic, just make it happen. <laughs> yeah, listen. Go throw on a pair of waders, wade into the local disc golf <laughs> pond, pick out some discs, stop at a Hobby Lobby, grab some felt and some Elmer's glue, Make and you have happen. yourself a happen. dice tray. Mark, here's I the crazy yeah. thing. He doesn't even have to go. They bring discs to him. Oh, well then, it, yeah. Somebody, Listen, somebody man, brought a whole stack of discs. This is called side hustle. Yeah. I don't know how expensive felt is. I'm not going to look it up <laughs> right on the middle of the podcast either, but I can't imagine. Felt's been around for a while, man. That has the... the, the <laughs> The market has to be flooded by felt. It's no out, one's it's out there. Yeah, you can anymore. get some. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. hey, uh, speak speak to that a little bit. Not the 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 disc dice trays. No, but too speak late. Speak to like being in the physical space because what I experienced when I was there was the other employees, and I'm, I'm assuming some of them were the owners, were like saying, "Hey, Steve, so glad to have you back. Can you please now do the thing that we didn't get for the two weeks that you were gone." which was helping customers with both the discs and the board game side of stuff and cards and all sorts of like they leaned on you heavily because of your presence in that store and what you bring to that space. So can you speak to that just a little bit? Uh, yes, it's going to be weird because I don't feel like I'm patting myself on the back, but you you asked. So uh, <laughs> the reality of the matter is that it's not uncommon for people with nerdy hobbies to have uh, social struggles. Uh I am not one of those people. Uh, I am an extrovert. I love people. Uh, like, and I mean that literally. Like, I genuinely love people, and I like seeing people the way Christ sees them. And so uh, it is a joy of mine to go in and be chatting with customers and learning about their day and asking them what they're up to and whatever else. And so uh, uh, my the owners uh, will openly admit they're not the most social people on the planet. And uh, so, yeah, when I got there, they were pretty happy to see me back. But truly to be in this space where – uh, again, allowing people to be seen, uh, having people come in and they're wearing a Thundercats t-shirt. And I'm like, heck yes. I loved Thundercats when I was a kid. And then they want to ask questions about disc golf. Heck yes. I will talk to you about disc golf all night and all day. And it's my joy not just to say, hey, you're looking for an understable disc. The Mamba is going to be a good hyzer flip for you. It's my joy. It's a fantastic disc. <laughs> yeah. 
That's that's the only that's the Mamba's the only disc that I throw. I just bought it's one. My, it's my just one. last week. I just bought one from his store. Yeah, it's my favorite. Uh, so. You know, this could be a great disc for you. It's my joy to be like, oh man, what course are you playing at? Where are you looking to play this? Or if they're buying dice, say, what care? What character are you buying this for? What are we doing here? When you help people uh, talk about themselves and see their thoughts and the things that they have as something that is worth knowing people feel like they want to talk to you. Uh, I had a situation just recently, actually, where uh, for a few weeks, there was a gal who came into our other store, Going Gaming, which is just a gaming store, not disc golf. Uh, almost there, but no. <laughs> uh, but she would come in every week and play, use our internet to play D&D with her friends. And we have like a kitchen and so she'd get some food and hang out. And uh, for weeks, she was doing this and her and I were getting to know each other and chatting and I won't say her name on uh, the podcast, but she's getting along really, really well. And then finally she, one night she's exiting and she said, Hey, I'll see you next week. And I said, Oh, actually you won't. I'm going to be out of town for a couple of weeks. And she's like, Oh, what are you doing? I said, well, I direct a Christian camp on the coast and uh, it's, it's something I love doing, helping high schoolers and middle schoolers. And she stops at the door and she kind of takes a breath and she says, it's good to know that there are Christians out there that are actually doing what Jesus said. And that mm. was something that was really encouraging to me to know that I was mm. showing love in the way that I want to be showing, but also was apparently uh, this uh, like symbol of Christ to her on and how he truly loves people where they're at and how they're living their life and just wants them to draw closer to him. You know, I love that Stevie. I love it. Um, so let me just, let's, let's turn here and go towards calling because a lot of people who are thinking about getting into this space. And what I, what I really love about what you're doing is it's it's like all of the above, right? <laughs> it's like camp ministry, youth ministry. Speaking of bonus question right now before we get into this, um, which I almost forgot. Yeah. Uh, what is what youth group game went the worst? Like what is the most, it was like <laughs> you played this game. Every youth pastor has some horror story. You know, I had a kid who got his thro her throat stepped on. I had another kid who broke his arm. Right? We, I, we've had some pretty that terrible was just stuff. Time, but, man. Yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah, it was during a game called Murder in the Dark. Go figure. Um, but uh, what, what's, what's the game that went the worst for you in your youth ministry? So career? when I was an intern, there was a huge uh, field in the back of our church called, uh, and we played a game called Box Wars, where we took uh, painters uh, like the. Uh, plastic painters plastic so it falls out to be huge right like yards upon yards and we covered this entire field in that sprayed water all over it and then kids went and they just got refrigerator boxes tv boxes and we played steal the bacon where we'd put something in the middle they had to run to the middle and they would just slide and collide in the middle and then they would grab and run mm. which is great that's fine it was a nice soft grass the boxes helped well i tried to carry that over to oregon we had a field on our side. Our field was not as soft and grassy. There were rocks and uh, bumps and hills. And uh, so we had some students cut their legs like wide open on a rock. Uh, we had a student uh, like uh, twist his ankle because he tripped over a, like, a, a, like a, a bump on the rock, whatever. But there, there was, I don't know that there were any students that left with, without some sort of injury at the end of that, like, because I mean, the whole idea is you're just colliding in the middle at, at full speed. I don't know how it, nobody got injured the first time I did it, but yeah, when I did it as a youth pastor, it did not go well. <laughs> yeah. I'm just seeing it. Like you start it and, and like a mosh pit that's going just horribly, horribly yeah, bad. Yeah, and, that's fair. and, and, 
and people are just getting hurt in front, and you can't yell loud enough to get it to stop. And and it's just like, okay, we're just gonna pull kids one at a time out of the massacre, and the last yeah. child standing will win. And um, yeah, just call the ambulance now. We're gonna load them up uh, and and take them in. Uh, okay, well, listen, we all have these amazing stories from youth ministry, and uh, all of the people listening will now never allow their children to go to youth group uh, if they listen to this. Fair. Don't worry, kids. Or at Parents, least just youth group is safer today than read it was. The, read the fine print on <laughs> the release. Yeah. Yeah, there's real rules in youth ministry now that you have to obey that when I <laughs> when we were in youth ministry, right, so you didn't true. have to obey <laughs> any West, rules. Man. They were like, whatever you can do to get kids through the door, um, do it. Yeah. And we're like, swords swords will yeah get. that'll, um, get, them that'll get the kids 100%. anything yeah. for the kingdom uh-huh. yep exactly yeah yeah <laughs> right crazy stuff okay so stevie i mean you've obviously like you worked in full-time ministry camp ministry um i think that working at the shop and stuff is a more recent development yeah. for you as well and that comes along with safe point so you know one of the things that we love talking to people who have really gone through the discernment process of is this my calling how do I know this is my calling? And then people who've really jumped in with both feet as a product of those realizations. So walk us through the calling and the discernment pieces of when you decided to start a ministry that was going to engage with people in so many different walks of life and just do their best to meet nerds where they are and connect them to churches. Well, first and foremost, that, that word calling is so vital and important, man. I'm so glad you guys use it because I have so many students I've met teenagers, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of teenagers throughout the years that so many of them just say, I loved youth group. I think I want to be a youth pastor, or I think I want to go to full-time ministry. And what, what I have to tell people is unless you feel called, unless you are truly called by God, vocational ministry will eat you up. It will just mm-hmm. eat you up and spit you back out. It takes a Holy Spirit calling and, and a supernatural amount of endurance to be able to do something like this because it's hard. It's so hard. It really, really is. And so uh, the first and foremost thing I'd say is you got to be sure that you've been called. You know, for me, uh, I could tell that it was a calling because uh, more than anything, when I stepped down from being a youth pastor, I could tell it wasn't my calling anymore. It was starting to eat me up. And, uh, I was like, you know what? It's a wise time for me to step down. Uh, I still go to the same church. It wasn't like a, a fight or anything like that. You know, there's too many stories about the, the people, you know, breaking up over angry, whatever ministry stuff. I chose to step down. I got to help choose my replacement. It was a great transition. I still go to the church, you know, we're on great terms. Uh, but Afterward, I was in deep, deep prayer and just asking God, uh, is my time in ministry over? If I, is it time for me to just find a, a normal job in the real world? Am I done with ministry? And uh, one of the few times in my life that I have felt God like clearly speak to me, just the phrase, uh, your heart would ache for ministry. Like mm-hmm. I just, that, that's how he made me and I just wouldn't be able to do it. And so I uh, started thinking to myself, okay, then what does my heart break for? Where is my heart breaking right now? What is it that when I see it, it's just, it's so, so hard. Well, it's around the same time that I had joined Love Thy Nerd uh, in the uh, their Facebook page and Geeks Under Grace as well. And just over and over again, I just saw like people commenting like, hey, anybody know of a church in the, you know, middle of nowhere, Montana area mm-hmm. or Los Angeles, California area or whatever else? Just like people just popping up these phrases like, hey, anybody looking for a church? And it seemed like, 
it was daily for me for a while, whether it was actually happening or whether I was just noticing it or whether it was just in my heart that often. It seemed like it was so much. And every time I saw it, I'm like, ugh, like I can't imagine wanting a place to connect, wanting a place to plug in and not being able to find one. Mm. And it reminded me of when I was in youth ministry, uh, something I did with my seniors in high school is if they were moving to a different state to go to college, I would just say, hey, let's look at the churches there. Let's take a look and see what there is. And uh, we'll help find you a church to plug into the day you get there. And with the whole goal of a young adult pastor or a youth pastor being there waiting for them at the door when they walked in on Sunday saying, hey, we're happy you're here. And uh, that's when it hit me like, wouldn't it be incredible if we had that for nerds? If there was somebody just standing at the door walking in and saying, hey, tell me about your D&D character. I want to know more about this person. You know, tell me about your campaign. What are you guys doing in that? If there was somebody to help bridge that gap right off the bat. And so that's when I truly, truly started feeling this needs to happen. Like somebody needs to do Mm -hmm. this. And so I I started looking for uh, it. It me like, okay, whoever's doing this, I want to help them. Whoever's out there doing this right now, I want to help them. And so I looked everywhere for who was doing this and it was nobody. And I was genuinely kind of shocked to do that. And so uh, that's when I decided, okay, I, this is my calling then. This is this is what God has put on my heart. This is where my heart is breaking, and this is the ministry that uh, he has given to me. And so that's uh, when I decided that we needed to start SafePoint. That's awesome, man. Like, I, I, I resonate with that because at Love Thy Nerd, we were, we'd been talking for probably two years at that point about, man, this is something we want to do. We'd actually had conversations about it. How do we connect people when we go to shows, right? We Maybe we'll meet them even, you know, physically at, at a tabletop convention. How do we then connect them with local churches in their area? Because we're going to skedaddle. We're out of there at the end of the weekend. And so how do we leave them with something that's not just digital, right? Um, and which I think is really interesting to have, to have you and Mark at the, here at the same time, because Mark is, Lux is a digital first church, right? Like really breaking a lot of ground, tip of the spear kind of stuff in that space. But then the other side of that coin being, you know, for some people, that's just not enough. For some people yeah. it is, it has to be right. Like they, mm. they physically cannot go to other places. Um, but not leaving that on the table and saying, Hey, if you are searching for something else, if this is not enough, um, if you're looking to grow, we even know this, Mark, and we got to meet some of your guys like in person at Origins. That was the first time some of you had met, you know, like there's yep. just a different thing that happens physically. And we felt that over the pandemic, you know, during lockdown, right. right? Like when we were separated from all of our people. And so this rise of digital stuff only to kind of try to come back to some state of previous normalcy, like we knew that that needed to happen. And so, I mean, I was talking with you at first conversation and I heard what you were trying to do. And my immediate thought was, how do I get this guy on my team? Like, this is exactly <laughs> what we're trying to do. Um, unluckily for me, um, and hopefully lucky enough for you, you had already started your 501c3 process. And that's when I threw my hands in the air and said, fine, go do whatever you want. Um, nobody cares anyway. And so <laughs> You're stupid and I hate you. You yeah. said that to my face. But from that moment, it was like, hey, okay, cool. How do we partner together, right? Because yeah. like- Steve and Save Point, you guys are doing something that is completely vital in the space and that the brick and mortar churches, which are the vast majority of churches out there, they're totally missing the boat on. 
they're leaving nerd culture. Um, they're either either squashing it right um, at yeah. worst or leaving it behind at best in some spaces. There are other churches that are expected um, to kind of welcome people in, you know, more seeker friendly churches. But man, how do we make it? How do we make it more accessible across the wide, you know, spance of churches in the world? And so, man, I, I just really love and appreciate kind of how you're doing that with Save Point. I was wondering, can you talk about some ways that you've already started to do those things through Save Point and local church connections? Absolutely. So uh, one of the main things that we do and one of the, the most fun things that I've been enjoying is uh, we highlight nerd-friendly churches. So we get uh, nerd-friendly pastors. So those, these are pastors or uh, volunteers, somebody we have to make sure it is in a, a ministry leadership position within the church, whether it's paid or volunteer, uh, but more than anything can represent this church in some way. And then we find out, hey, they love D&D. Hey, they love video games. Hey, they love board games, whatever it is. And then we invite them on a stream with us in which we just game. We play games. We play crab champions or what the golf or whatever it is. Like we just play games. And while we're gaming, we give them some space to also talk about their home church and just say, hey, we're a smaller church. Hey, we're a huge mega church. Hey, we have these ministries going on. Hey, we have this stuff going on. Uh, literally, literally day one, our very first stream ever. You were here for this, Bubba. Uh, mm -hmm. We were doing this and uh, we had somebody say, like, I was like, yeah, I'm in the Troutdale, Oregon area. And he's like, wait, you're in the trap. I'm like, half an hour away from you. And I'm like, you should come by my church, man. And so like, that's, that's the whole thing is just right there on just getting these people out there. So people can see that in the spaces where they are like Twitch or YouTube or whatever else they can see these people in the spaces they're at and say, I wonder if there's a nerd friendly church in my area. Dang, this guy, this guy mm. loves D and D he's talking all about how much he loves DMing for people in his church. I wonder if there's somebody like that in my area. And then we try and help these people make their way over to our Discord, in which there's a channel on there that's just uh, uh, find a church, and you literally just put in your city and state, and then I take it from there. Or over to our website, and there's a spot where you just fill out a short survey, and we get things going from there. And so the whole mindset, though, is just we want to be where these people are. And so a lot of these people are on Discord, Twitch, YouTube, things like that. And again, we love these spaces. They're, they're so much fun to be on. And so we go there and we try and create content that brings people in and helps them see, hey, you can find a church for you. And then the process from there is just either A, uh, we keep a database of all these nerd-friendly churches. So uh, a few times we've been able to just say, oh, I know a guy already. We already have a guy mm -hmm. on the list right here. Walk in, uh, Stephen Searles in uh, Federal Way, Texas. Or Fe yeah. sorry, Federal Way, Washington. Stephen Searles is an awesome guy. Just head on up there. He was in Texas and, and then he moved, uh, yeah. Right, right, right. His he brother's migrated. in Texas. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so... Uh, or we do some, a lot of cold calling. We just connect with churches and we chat. And so like recently I found a place in Bend, Oregon, where it turns out that one of their worship leaders was a popular Twitch streamer. And it was just mm -hmm. like, Oh cool, man. Well, Hey, we got a guy who would love to head over there and, uh, you know, meet you. Is it so, Ninja? Yeah. He's, you <laughs> okay, know this, yeah. he's also a yeah. worship pastor, a uh, little also known fact. A worship pastor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Red Bull Baptist church. Got Nobody it. Nobody knew. <laughs> Hey, no, guys, well, right here, that's not true. We made that yeah, up. Don't, as don't, go, don't go listen for Ninja's Church. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of, there's a lot of, you really got to sort through here. Um, <laughs> sift it, sift it. Um, we want to make sure you're using your brain. So there's two things that, I mean, there's obviously, there's tons of stuff that I think Stevie and I could actually sit down and chat about 
that uh, that would be worthy of future podcast episodes around philosophy of ministry as we as a digital church we also see uh, a really high importance in people having physical friendships but are seeking to nurture spiritual growth and spiritual community inside of exclusively digital space and lots of stuff to get into there but one of the things that you said during calling which I thought just resonated with me because it's also part of my story um, you talked about how God had just told you like you're you're not going to be settled right in some capacity if you're not in ministry and in the book of Jeremiah, I think chapter 20, um, and I think it's verse 9, it says this in the NIV, um, but if I say, I will not mention his word being God's word or speak any more in his name, his word is in my heart like a fire, a fire shut up in my bones. I am weary of holding it in. Indeed, I cannot. Mm. Oh, and Yeah, that's um, good. That's you know, good stuff. The, good word, yeah, man. There's been many times that I've been like, I think maybe I'm done with ministry and uh, my wife's like, I don't think you could not. I don't think you can. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think yeah. you have it in you. And it's this realization that no, like preaching the word has been a fire pent up in my bones, right? And I think that in the same way, what I'm hearing for you is no ministry, meeting people where they are, bringing people to Jesus, building the church, right? The big C church in this case, right? Because yeah. now it's not just the local church; it's the global church. Um, is a, a fire in your bones, and I I absolutely love that. Um, I, there's a, once again, we're going to have to do more than one episode as we talk about <laughs> some of the ministry philosophy stuff here. Cause I think it's really interesting and I think it deserves to be discussed because there's a lot of people who are, you know, your idea is not a new one, right? Bubba said, you know, LTN had been thinking about trying to do that. When we first started Lux, my original intention was to create exactly what you're talking about. We were going to network with churches all over the globe, equip streamers to plug them into those churches, right? Teach them how to build positive digital communities. Mm -hmm. When God Squad Church started, it originally started with Susie trying to send people to physical churches, yep. getting back horror stories, and the task of trying to vet those churches was so astronomical at the time that they just started God Squad. And so uh, I love what you're doing because it's one of those tasks. I think a lot of us in the space have said, man, we need that. <laughs> and then we said, Man, I don't know how to do that. Um, and what I love to hear is like, you know, you would think like, how do we do that at scale? And what you're doing is like, we are, you're, you're, you have an ideal, right? We'll have a nerd friendly church and drive the distance of everybody who comes. Um, but you're working with what's real, which is, okay, you're in Dayton, Ohio. I'm going to start calling people yeah. in Dayton, Ohio exactly until that. I can find a guy who plays Magic the Gathering. <laughs> it's exactly that. And, and sometimes, it, takes, yeah. it takes a long time sometimes, you know, and unfortunately I'll be in contact with people for a while. I got somebody from McMinnville, Oregon that I've hit up like five churches and nobody's gotten back to me. And I'm like, hey, I'm trying to connect somebody with you. Like I want to put people in your building and I've yeah. gotten zero response and it sucks, you know. And so there are times that we'll struggle for a little while and uh, yeah, it's rough, but, uh, you know, just keep going, keep plugging. Well, we have another conversation offline that we definitely need to get in that involves glue and a new opportunity yes, right around yes, the corner sir. between us and you and coming to NCMS. We're going to talk about that in a moment, um, but they're going to be there and, and this big organization is going to be launching uh, a way for people to plug into nerd and online friendly churches uh, all over the globe um, with a network of thousands and thousands. And so really excited about that. We'll chat about that for sure. Let's get into our last thing that we like to ask every person when they're on the show. And that is, listen, you know, SafePoint is newer, right? SafePoint's oh, yeah. with a, in the last Less than a nine year old. months. Sure. So you've done some awesome stuff in the last still year. Still the I warranty bet. period. Yeah. 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 And look, well, might I be always, returned still. We'll see. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bro, I'm in the same space. When people come to Lux and be like, hey, can I 
Can I learn from you? I'm like, just a heads up. We're either going to the promised land or we're going off a cliff. I'm just, it's a roll of the dice. Hey, I'm not why sure. Why not both, man? Come on. We're very likely in crit, hit, crit, fail territory Ooh, yeah. here. Just as a heads up. Like, so if you're following me, just be aware. And so I, I love that heart and that humility. A- any pioneer, I think, who comes into the space needs to have that same spirit of, we're just trying stuff because I'm tired of the same old stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, and I love that. So tell me what you've learned. What is something that you would tell yourself November of 2022 um, when you got this stuff up and going? What is something that you wish you knew then that you know now? You know that scene in Billy Madison when the kid says he can't I wait to get to high school? Already. And Billy yeah, Madison grabs him Very and shakes him and his like cheeks are shaking and he's like, <laughs> stay here. Uh, I wish I could grab old me and shake me like that and say, be patient, slow down. (laughs) It's going to take time, man. Uh, I put so much pressure on myself. Uh, I I really, really Mm. do. You know, for for all the things that I say uh, about this before me, a lot of it is because I force myself to do things uh, to the point of exhaustion. It's unhealthy and it's something I'm working on, but it's a reality. And, uh, and so I just, I think I want things to be a hundred percent already, but the reality is you start at zero percent and you got to count through all the numbers first. You got to get all the way up there. And so to just have gone back and told myself, which I mean, if my wife were here right now, she'd be screaming at me because she was gonna be like, I told you exactly this. <laughs> I said it's going to, you know, but, um, if I could just tell myself, Hey, it's going to take a lot of time, man. And it's going to go slow. It's going to go really, really slow. There are going to be times you feel like you're absolutely failing and that it's all pointless and it's not working at all. And there are going to be times that you're celebrating because it's finally, you finally did it and it's working and it's outstanding. Uh, but it's going to be ups and downs and it's going to take a long time to get a lot of traction and you're going to, you're going to swing and miss and swing and miss and then actually connect. And it's, it's going to take time. And so, man, I wish I had been prepared for that when it first started. I'm finally almost a year in telling myself the, the phrase, it's going to take as long as it takes. And that's mm. it, you know, until I finally feel like we're in the groove of what we're doing. Cause we're still you know, reevaluating saying that does work. That doesn't work. We want to add some stuff. We want to subtract some stuff. We're still figuring things out. Uh, and so uh, eventually we're going to hit that groove, but it's going to take as long as it takes. Well, listen, I, I, I just released a podcast with digital church or online church blueprint and where I got into some stuff that I, I wrote in a blog called Confessions of a Digital Church Pastor, in which um, the key confession is that is that this is all a mental game. Um, it's super isolating. Um, it's really hard. And when you're pioneering, it's a mental game. Um, and and they don't tell you that when you get into it. Mm-hmm. So, hey, I'm sorry, I didn't tell you that or find you to tell you that <laughs> when you got into it because I could have told you my first year was simultaneously one of the best emotional, in terms of emotional health, one of the best and one of the worst years of my life. Um, and no one knew, right? From the outside looking in, people just saw us doing ministry and innovating. And from the inside, I felt like a failure, I don't know, at least seven of my waking hours every yeah. day. Um, and, and, and the hard part was how quickly you had to shift emotional gears from one conversation to the next and how it can go from feeling like, man, we really did it here. And 35 minutes later, you can feel like I am pretty sure I'm going to quit tomorrow. Um, and, 
and it is a really, 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 really hard. And so finding community and networks around you, which is why I'm going to tell you guys right now, if you're listening to this and you're thinking about getting into this, do not step into this without getting plugged into a community. Yes. Like, yep. like we're developing it, the Nerd Culture Ministry Collective. And there's a link to the NCMC in the description of this episode. You can come and join us. We're working. It's a work in progress, right? Just like just like uh, we're talking about here, right? It's 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 real to ideal. Um, we're working. We're working our way through things. So we're developing new networks. We're opening up new opportunities to get plugged into community. But you're going to need it because let me tell you, doing it alone a lot harder, Bubba. I'm sure you can echo that as you know, being the president of LTN for five years, dude. I I I knew all of that stuff, and I on purpose didn't tell Steve because I thought maybe he'll burn out, and then I'll pick him up. On waivers and uh, oh my <laughs> when, when I was DFA, you were gonna go and get my waivers, yeah. man. That's what it was. Like, hey, so, man. Yeah. Ooh, look at all that cap space I got now. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, no, Mark. It's, it's uh, true. I was gonna say, Mark, that uh, it's okay that you didn't tell me a year ago because you didn't know me a year ago. Bubba. So, Some of you us know, did. yeah. But it was yeah. not okay for Bubba Strategic to not mention Strategic withholding something. of information is what we're going with. Yeah. Speaking of Bubba mentioning things, Bubba, <laughs> close us out because we got Nerd Culture Ministry Summit oh literally like less than or just over two months away. Uh, so you need to get registered. I'm so stoked. Um, yeah, it feels I think like at the time tomorrow. this episode comes out, you'll literally like the, I think like the early bird special is oh, over as of oh yeah. today. Or yeah, something. you're done. Like, yeah. I can remember. Yeah. But you need to be there. So tell us about it. Definitely come and hang out. If you have not heard about NCMS, the Nerd Culture Ministry Summit, it is the first of its kind. Um, not in that this is the first summit where people have gotten together and talked about ministry, but this is the first time that we've really leaned in specifically to nerd culture in as much as it pertains to ministry. We're going to have some great speakers. Um, Steve, uh, old AKA Stevie Valdez, is going to <laughs> be there as one of, our, uh, one of our keynote speakers. And you're going to want to come and hang out. We're inviting people from all over the world. Uh, it started off as uh, hopefully probably just a Texas thing to kind of give like those people in that space an opportunity to create connections. And it very quickly, almost immediately became a worldwide thing where we had missionaries from Thailand and people from Germany and like all, all over the globe. Australia. I mean, yeah, Man. The, the, I mean, Wild. outnumbering the Texans two to one easy. Um, and so mm. we said, what the heck, let's just open it up to everybody. And so this is a, a, thing that is designed for ministry leaders, like Steve was talking about, anybody who is either part-time, full-time, or even volunteer at a church. You don't have to be nerdy to come to it, but we want to make sure that you come and you learn about nerd culture in ministry and how to use it as a way to minister to the people and activate people that are already in your church. The statistics say that they're there, and so we want to give you a way to activate and minister to those people. We're going to have a lot of um, our people there um, from Lux and also our partners um, in and through Love Thy Nerd, like Save Point and some other people. We want to make sure that you guys are there. And we're going to have a lot of big names there too. Um, I, like we talked about, Glue is going to be there. They're the ones that are behind the He Gets This campaign. Right now, media is going to have a presence there. We've got people from Crew that are going to be there as well. Just all these major organizations around the world that see that there is a future in nerd culture ministry. They want to get on and be right there with us on the tip of that spear. If that's you, even if you're not nerdy, but you want to know how to engage these people, this is where you're going to want to be. 
leading names, big, big people that are going to be there and also a lot of passionate people that can help you on a personal one-to-one level. So if you've got questions, we've got some answers. We don't have them all figured out, but man, we want to share with you the, man, I've got over almost, almost 15 years in nerd culture ministry. And we want to give you as much of that information as we possibly can. So you're going to want to come with us November the 8th through the 10th in Marble Falls, Texas. You can get all the information at ncmsummit.com. Every single organization that registers gets a plus one because we think Mm. it's a lot easier for you to go back home and cast vision if there was somebody who has that vision and experienced it with you. So come join us again at uh, NCM Summit on all social media platforms. If we're not there, we're just not there. But you can go to ncmsummit.com and uh, just come spend a couple days with us and learn what it truly means to love and serve your nerdy neighbors. Absolutely. Love that. I wanted to give out one last shout out there too. Stadia Church Planting is part of and one of the sponsors for NCMS. Yes, they are. Um, and I believe they're going to have people there. Yep. But Stadia literally just is either just rolled out or is in the process of rolling out a brand new app. Um, one of the reasons for that is they were finding that they were planting more churches overseas where there wasn't resources than anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And this app is helping people plant churches and equip pastors faster and better than ever. And along with that, Stadia is the church that that's the organization we planted our church through. Yeah. Right. And so if you're thinking I might be called to start an online church that can build healthy digital communities for people, um, like come on out and chat with Stadia yep. while while, while this is going on because um, it'll it'll be the first step towards getting an organization at your back, which was the best freaking thing that we did. Well, and if that um, is something that you were interested in, you absolutely want to either join the collective or be a part of NCMS. Um, NCMS is just the event. The collective is the day in, day out because we are actively working on nerd culture churches that are both micro in expression and digital in expression. And so- we're talking like legitimate church plants. What does that mean? Great question. It's going to look so different. Um, but I mean, with people, you know, in companies like Stadia behind us and Mark, who has planted a very successful digital church, um, if you're interested in that and how your church might do something like that, we would love, love, love to be in contact with you. And that's part of what this podcast is about. It's bringing those voices in and getting you in into uh, what we are calling the Nerd Culture Ministry Collective. So hit us up, learn more about it. We'd love to talk to you. Absolutely. Stevie without the eye. Um, <laughs> we, uh, we, <laughs> um, well, hey, bro, thank you so much for coming on and telling your story. We really appreciate it. Hey, how could somebody find what you're doing uh, as we close out? Uh, you can check us out on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash savepointmin. So not ministries, just savepointmin. Uh, that's also our socials, savepointmin on our socials there. Uh, or you can just check out savepointministries.com. That's our website. You can see what we got going on there. Yeah, and all of that stuff will be in the show notes here as well, or you can check out in the description of this episode. Um, Steve, thank you so much for coming on. Bubba, of course, a pleasure to be with you. Always. Um, yeah, love doing the NCMU podcast, you guys. And uh, guys, everybody who's listening in, be sure to come back and, uh, and jump in for the next episode. listening to the NCMU podcast with hosts Mark Lutz of Lux Digital Church and Bubba Stalkup of Love Thy Nerd. NCMU is a member of the Love Thy Nerd podcast network and available on all major podcasting platforms. 
the NCMU podcast is part of a greater movement called the Nerd Culture Ministry Collective. You can get more information about this show, our guests, and how you can join our Nerd Culture Ministry Collective Discord server by visiting ncmcollective.com. Thank you.